All right, everyone, welcome to Season 2, Episode 21 of the Let's Talk About It podcast. We are your lovely trio of hosts joining you yet again for another week of uh, debauchery and uh, tech and gaming news, all in the same place, so get ready, get ready. Um, we have a... We have a uh, we have lots to talk about this week, as we always do. Um, we have a uh, did we even talk about our hot sauce last week and how spicy that was? I don't remember if we did. Yes, we did. Yes. Okay. Well, maybe <laughs> maybe I, maybe I need to eat more hot sauce to remind me just how hot it is, because that was not fun. I ate a lot of it. Another, Ruben was there. Another tablespoon. Yeah, another another heaping <laughs> tablespoon at that. But I digress. Um, ooh, we're at, we're missing our graphic today. What's wrong with me? Hold up, we need to launch this graphic right now. Our little uh, our little synthesizer bar. That needs to that needs to launch ASAP. I don't know what's I don't know what's wrong with me today. All right, let's see. There we go. Up ah, there we go. Cool. So that's a nice little graphic there for all of our our uh, faithful and loyal YouTube viewers, I suppose. <laughs> for those who watch us on YouTube, I haven't checked how many if we have any new subscribers on YouTube. Or how many uh, views our videos and audio, uh, you know, audio versions of the podcast are getting. But, anyways, I, I just assume people listen to it, at least sometimes. <laughs> uh, but anyways, um, let's dive right into it, like we always do, into the tech news. So this week was a rather interesting week. We got some, uh, of course, as always, uh, AMD news, but we also have a couple of other stories as well. So. Let's start with a non-AMD story here. Um, this is actually a funny one that Ruben reminded me that I needed to cover this week, but uh, evidently people were buying a $370 uh, quote-unquote 5G BioShield USB stick with a sticker on it. <laughs> um, in some cases, uh, these USB sticks were 128 megabytes. So you could store, like, six of your favorite songs in there if they're uh, high quality. But, uh... <laughs> so apparently, uh, these, a lot of people, especially in the United Kingdom... Oh, UK. You so cray. Uh, people in the UK were buying these up by, uh, you know, by the heapfuls, apparently. Um, and uh, over there is about 300, uh, I think 300 pounds, or, you know, 370 US dollars. But, uh... uh you know... It's so funny. We talked about this a while ago about the five G myths and how it's causing that's coronavirus. All, that's all you want, Pedro. But when you're you've got cancer from five G and I don't, I'm gonna be the one laughing. Yeah, it's then that I'll I'll uh, I'll admit that you're right, and I'll ask you for your five uh, anti five G USB stick. <laughs> And I'm going to plug it straight into my butthole for a direct connection. <laughs> I was going to say, plug it into your ass. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll be, a, it'll be a, a good fit. But <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so apparently a lot of people uh, bought these USB sticks. Uh, and they were super, super popular. Um, and actually, if you put the USB stick in your computer, it came preloaded with a PDF document uh, explaining what the device is supposed to do. Uh, the document reads, so if you opened it and you read it, it said, this is a real USB key. It protects and it informs at the same time. <laughs> oh, my God. At least uh, they went the whole way with it. Yeah, like, they, they went, I mean, they made a ton of money off of this, dude. 
tons of money. <laughs> Whoever did this is a scamming genius. You and know, the only thing that would make that better is if it came preloaded with a video rickroll. <laughs> a link to the to the video. <laughs> Instructions on how to use this USB key. And then it takes you to a YouTube link. <laughs> the sad part is probably half the people who bought it wouldn't even get it. They'd be like, what? Oh, probably 70% of the people who bought it wouldn't get it, dude. That, that, Asking I, for a refund because it's defective. I know. Mine took me to a YouTube uh, music video <laughs> instead of the instructions. I'm so sorry to hear that, ma'am. Would you like to process a refund for a, for another USB stick? My God. You have to purchase another one first, though. That um, way we can process the refund it, for the first one. It's a $30 processing fee? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shipping not included, you have to process your own shipping. Uh, we'll send you two to do it. <laughs> Good grief. So, uh, apparently, uh, yeah, so that's that's a silly thing that, that happened there. So, uh, when researchers took the device apart, uh, you know, beyond finding that it was, an, you know, a real USB key, they found that the circular area on the main casing looked like it might be where the quote-unquote quantum holographic catalyzer technology <laughs> that blocked 5G transmissions might be. Once they peeled that off, uh, you know, it, of course it didn't damage the key components of the USB stick, and uh, the researchers were uh, were pleasantly disappointed <laughs> that it didn't break the whole thing. Uh, so, yeah, so that's a... Uh, very very interesting there so if anyone in our audience uh purchased one of these anti-5g usb sticks i'm very disappointed in you and i'd like to speak with you seriously <laughs> <laughs> but uh enough of the silly news here some actually cool news um samsung is actually releasing a uh mastercard uh that is tied directly to samsung pay so you can sign up for this uh samsung money mastercard uh, and of course, it has NFC capabilities there, and it's uh, you know, and it's tied to uh, your Samsung Pay account that you have like on your Samsung phone, and uh, it's uh, sponsored or backed by uh, SoFi. So of course, you would get a bank account through the company SoFi, which I have never heard oh, of I before. <laughs> I don't think it's an American yeah. thing, and if it is, I guess I'm just not American enough. Uh, hence my name, Pedro Fierros. But uh, anyways, the the card actually looks pretty sick. It looks like it's uh, decorated in matte black. Even the MasterCard logo oh, is dark gray and silver. So it's definitely an attractive-looking card. I would not mind having that card in my wallet, to yes, be honest. It's very classy-looking. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's really, really cool. As far as benefits that come with the card, of course, the, the one of the major benefits is that it's tied to your Samsung Pay. So you have the option of using just your phone for NFC payments at stores, or you can use the card in places where the NFC is not available, and it's still tied to your Samsung Pay. So it would work that way. Um, there's a... Uh, but, you know, aside from that there, um, it comes, of course, with the in-network uh, ATM fee reimbursement system, which allows you to use it at over 55,000 uh, ATM locations around the United States. Um, and then um, when you receive the card in the mail, there's no need to call a 1-800 number to activate it. It's already ready for you to use. So uh, you just have to open your Samsung Pay app in your phone and just tap the card to your phone and it's activated which oh, is pretty sick. sick yeah yeah so it's like why can't we do this with every single
Hello? So I did our audio. Yep, I don't know how long our audio was cut off there. No, cut off for about one minute. I'm back now. Oh shoot! Well, thanks for letting us know. Um, but mm -hmm. uh, I don't know where we stopped from there. <laughs> what What was the last thing I said before we cut off? Um, give me one second. It was I wished all, and then it lagged out. You were talking about the not having to call the one eight hundred number to activate a card or anything. Oh, shoot. Okay. Well, the <laughs> I need a better mic for this damn podcast. But anyway, I wish all debit cards could be activated uh, like that with just uh, tapping it to your phone to tie it to an account instead of having to talk to a person because I don't mind talking to mm -hmm. robots. That's what I was saying. Um, but uh, I think we were talking about benefits of the card as well. So, you know, kind of backtracking a little bit here. Uh, benefits of the Samsung card is that it ties to the Samsung, uh, to this, what was it called? I already lost my place in my article. Um, but it enrolls in Samsung rewards programs that uh, earns uh, points for you every time you use Samsung Pay. Um, and uh, it rewards you with a th uh, with a Samsung Rewards points that you can redeem for cash directly deposited into your account. Oh, that's nice. So, that's yeah. Fun. So, yeah, yeah. So that's pretty cool, of course. Uh, and I was comparing this to the to the League of Legends Riot Points uh, American Express card that we had a, a couple of years back. Um, and so, you know, Ruben had a Vi one. I had a Teemo one. I, I tossed mine. I believe Jason had a Lux one, if I'm not mistaken. Damn right I had a Lux one. <laughs> hey, there we go. There we go. So, uh, so yeah. So that's, uh, you know, so, you know, every card has its, uh, has its benefits, right? And so this is the one that uh, Samsung is pushing on people to try and sign up for that. So uh, with that being said, that's a pretty cool card. Uh, did you hear us talk about the, the appearance of the card? Was that before we cut out what it looks like? Uh, no. The I I, w I mentioned that the card is completely like blacked out, and even the Mastercard logo on the card is like grayed as like gray and silver on there. So, um, mm. pretty pretty cool stuff there. So, um, as far as when this will go live, uh, you know I'm not too sure. It just says Samsung Money by SoFi will start to be available to U.S. consumers later this summer, and you can sign up for it now. So. Uh, will I be getting it? No, I don't use Samsung Pay on my on my Note 9. I use Google Pay because it's just more convenient. Because the second I get rid of the Samsung phone, I can't use Samsung Pay. Right. So unless you get the card. Unless I get the card. Yeah, very true. Very true. But what if I get the card? I switch to a Pixel 4a, and then I can't activate the card because there's nowhere for me to tap it. <laughs> there's no nowhere on the phone for me to tap to activate. I guess that's one of the. Uh, I guess that's one of the downsides of that. But uh, moving on to the next tech story here, it's an Apple story. We haven't had one of these in a while, um, but Apple has made its way to the tech news cycle this week. Um, and it's actually for a good reason. Uh, not from Apple though. Uh, apparently hackers have released a new jailbreak that unlocks every iPhone ever. Even the most recent iPhones that are on iOS 13.5. So yeah, so apparently it's a security exploit within iOS that allows it to be jailbroken. 
and it's very easy. Like you can do it so on a couple. So was it like? Really? Was it like one of those day zero things like somebody just discovered and shut up until they got it out there? Well, uh, as far as specifically what, what allows the, the jailbreak to happen, um, there's, uh, it was released by, first of all, the exploit was released by the Uncover team. Um, and so, uh, you know, this jailbreak is uh, officially, you know, in an official capacity works on every iPhone that runs iOS 11 and above. Uh, you know, so that's a pretty broad spectrum there, considering that, you know, a safe assumption is that any iPhone that's running anything older than iOS 11 probably doesn't physically function anymore. Uh, because mm -hmm. if you take a look, that's a long time ago. iOS 11 is a very, very long time ago. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, anyways, uh, security experts, you know, just to kind of give some background on this, uh, security experts typically advise iPhone users against jailbreaking because, uh, you know, breaking out of, you know, the, the protections that Apple puts in place um, that uh, and typically jailbreaking can also just break your phone, mm -hmm. just like rooting on Android, except with uh, iPhones, it's a little more tricky. Um, but uh, anyway, there's a. Uh, uh, you know the uh, the the report also reads that uh, that the hackers got their hands on a pre-release version of iOS 14 several months ago in order to get this uh, to get this jailbreak uh, you know working here. Mm -hmm. So uh, apparently you know because of the broad you know spectrum of this jailbreak, it's probably something that's built into the core security system of of the you know of this uh, jailbreak method. Um, of mm -hmm. course, the Uncovered team doesn't really say exactly how it's done. Um, and they also said that they don't expect Apple to uh, patch this you know, anytime, anytime soon. So uh, Apple fans rejoice. Um, apparently, you know, I've never owned an iPhone, so I, don't, I can't say this from personal experience, but apparently the jailbreaking scene right now, uh, even before this exploit, has been pretty busy and there's really cool customizations you can do on your iPhone with it. Whereas before, it was real gimmicky, I would say, from what I remember. Shout out to Cesar Aguila for showing me in, in high school on his iPhone um, because we were in a, in a bitter Android and iPhone war back in the day. But, uh, but yeah, so that's uh, really good news for iPhone users because freedom is everything. I guarantee anyone with an iPhone who gets seriously into jailbreaking and editing their iPhone and doing all this crazy stuff with it, uh, they like they're gonna be like, wow, like this is so much better. And then right. all the Android fans are gonna be like, yeah, we've been able to do that for a long time. <laughs> That's <laughs> usually how it goes. Um, but moving on to the last tech story of the day here, there's more news and more leaks about uh, AMD's B550 boards. I know we talked about a lot of uh, you know boards being released already, the B550 lineup, or at least I think we did, but. Uh, this week, we saw the lineup of B550 boards be announced, and actually Gigabyte released the pricing for their B550 boards, and people are not too happy about the pricing, at least on Gigabyte's uh, lineup there. So, as far as the range of pricing that Gigabyte has released here, uh, the cheapest Gigabyte B550 motherboard starts at 99 US dollars, and then the most expensive one is 279 dollars. So. Uh, it's really weird pricing considering that B550 is supposed to be the mid-range chipset for, for Ryzen uh, processors, right? Uh, and to compare mm -hmm. that directly to the last generation, so the Gigabyte uh, B450 boards, 
the the one on the cheap end, the $99 B550, is $20 more expensive than its B450 counterpart. And then at the higher end, the $279 B550 board is, uh, I believe it's $90 more expensive than its B450 counterpart. It's between 90 or 50, depending on price fluctuations, right? But uh, yeah, so that, I mean, on average, the board prices have gone up about 20%, at least in Gigabyte's case, right? We haven't seen the pricing for, uh, we haven't seen it for AMD, uh, not AMD, but we haven't seen it for ASUS or Biostar or MSI. They have not released the pricing on their boards yet. So we have yet to see how those pricings, you know, how that pricing is affected. Although overall, people are expecting AMD B450 uh, boards to be more expensive than their B, uh, Wait, AMD B550, I'm, I'm, I have to memorize so many naming conventions, it's not even funny, but B550 boards in general will be more expensive than their B450 uh, counterparts, only because one, it's a new chipset, two, it has PCIe 4.0 support, and three, it's actually largely based off of the X570 boards, which are the high, you know, the high end of, uh, of AMD chipsets right now. So uh, that makes me a little sad, to be honest, because B450 was a solid compromise between pricing and features. Mm -hmm. um, and with the price going up, you know, on average 20%, it makes it a little harder to justify. Because why would you buy a brand new B450 board when you can buy a used X570 board um, that has, you know, slightly more impressive specs and a similar feature set? Uh, and really the only downside would be that it was literally manufactured earlier in the year. So <laughs> a lot of, you know, a lot of things to, to think about here. Uh, me personally, I looked at the prices uh, for the B450 AORS ITX board, um, and that one's going to be priced at $180. So it's not too bad for an ITX board because usually those are more pricey because they don't sell as much volume as their MATX or full-on ATX size counterparts. So I'm not too angry with that. I'd much rather it be cheaper obviously but uh you know that's kind of the price to pay to enter the itx scene that i have been sucked into and uh <laughs> probably will never escape unless something miraculous happens but anyways that's uh that's all that we have to discuss in tech this week guys so i will let either one of you gents take the mic from here Alrighty, sir i'll go ahead and go next because i just got a few things to get into um first up this article is two days old, so this is already out, but the first ever Darkest Dungeon Free Weekend kicked off alongside an update that brought PvP, which is super exciting. Um, I was showing Pedro some of Darkest Dungeon before the podcast, but um, I'm pretty sure I've showed you before too, Jason, correct? I've played it. Oh. What'd you think of it, sir? It's not bad. It's just not for me. <laughs> Understandable. It is definitely. Like, I, it is definitely a different kind of game. But for those who yeah, don't know, it's like, basically like um, a side-scrolling dungeon crawler that is super difficult. Um, includes permadeath, um, an assortment of characters, and like a really kind of like dark and almost like gothic look to the game, which personally I really enjoyed. Um, so I would definitely recommend since it's on a free weekend, I mean, give it a shot. And then 
next up I have one that is going to kind of bleed into something Jason's going to be talking about and that is Sony has confirmed that the next PlayStation of PlayStation 5 event will be held Thursday, June 4th. Ooh, that's super soon. Super exciting because we don't have a lot of PS5 news other than Ghost of Tsushima <laughs> and Last of Us. <laughs> Which are two big titles, by the way. So yeah. I'm not too pissed about that. Um, So with this event, they're set to be showing off some more games that are going to be playable on the PlayStation 5 launch. Um, I'm going to let Jason talk more about those games when it's uh, when I pass it over. But I'm hoping that with this event, we're finally going to see what the PlayStation 5 looks like because there's still no confirmation on what it officially looks like. Right, and I, if, I, if I recall, on that invitation to that event, it shows a PS5 controller mm. on there. Uh, that's from what I remember. Maybe it's for a different announcement. Although I highly doubt it, but I, I remember it showing a PS5 controller in that little yeah, like the, all yeah. black. What if it's just a giant setup for a live stream to unbox a PS5 controller? Imagine that the system is the controller. <laughs> oh shit! It's just the controller. It's just the controller. <laughs> <laughs> um. I really want to see what this PlayStation 5 looks like. I would imagine we'd have to because. I mean, security would have to be way tight for nobody to leak it after this event. I mean, obviously, it's not going to be a live event, so not as much security now that I think about it. But, um, I mean, we got what the controller looks like. It's set to come out in what, like, a, approximately five or six more months. I think it's time we see what this thing looks like. Um, I'm hoping we're we'll also... Just gonna, What's uh, that? I was just saying something stupid. They're just going to turn it into a meme and it's a just blank black box and they don't... They tell everybody just don't show anyone that doesn't already know. Dude, I just... <laughs> I just hope it doesn't look like that, like, uh... Dev kit the picture. The where... space station thing? <laughs> yeah! Yeah! <laughs> You know what that reminded me? It reminded me of the freaking uh, helmet of the uh, of the Red Power Ranger from Lightspeed Rescue. <laughs> it's the same dang shape. If you Google it, just Google it right now. I'm going to Google it right now to show Ruben. Um, but uh, that's what it reminded me of, the dev kit. Speaking of, speaking of Power Rangers, sir, um, just a quick little add-in. The Power Rangers uh, Battle for the Grid, the fighting game, Yeah. Is the first fighting game that is going to be cross-platform across five platforms, Ooh. which is insane Ooh. because it's not as big of a game as you know, Tekken, Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, yeah, like any of those games. Yeah. So that caught me by surprise, but I just wanted to add that in there because you mentioned uh, Power Rangers. Battle for the Grid looks so sick, but I can't believe I still haven't played it yet. That's the Power Ranger, by the way. Ryan. That's funny. Oh, <laughs> uh, it does. I like want to Photoshop the like his visor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we also recently just got a video about League of Legends Wild Rift, and it looks Ooh. amazing to say the least. It does. I kind of want regular. I didn't League see to that. Like that. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, what was it like? Probably like a. 18 to 20 minute video maybe yeah and they went over like all the champions that are going to be in there was 
surprisingly a lot more than I thought there would be for the launch window anyway. Yeah, at least for an alpha launch. Yeah. That's a pretty big roster. Um, Did they actually list how many it was or was it just... Oh, the yeah, they show, they, they show all the champs that are going to be in it. In-game. Uh, let me see here. Um, they have, like, little in-game intros for all the champs that are in that are in there. I was super surprised, though, that Teemo didn't make the cut. With yeah. as many Teemo hats as they sell, oh, Teemo did not God. make the cut. <laughs> um, obviously, with it being on mobile, the map's going to be a little smaller. They did edit some um, champions' abilities slightly. Um, one more noticeable one was... Uh, Misfortune's Q is actually a skill shot now, so you can blindly shoot it into bush rather than having to target onto an enemy. Um, as well as the fact that you can only have one active item and it adds on to like your boots. Yeah, it's like a boot. It's like the old boot enchantments. Yeah, it's. Oh. Yeah, it looks crazy. Um, I'm super excited to play it. Um, but that is all I have to talk about, so I'm going to pass it off to Jason with some more PlayStation 5 news, because I know we have a lot to talk about with that. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so, getting right into the PS5 news then, uh, looks like just a couple of days ago there was a leak, I believe it said it came from PlayStation itself, so it was like an accidental upload, I guess. It was scans of uh, an official issue of PlayStation Magazine, and in those scans it contained a, li a list of 38 games that are definitely coming out for PS5. Um, no set release dates on really any of them, but no first party ones on here either. I didn't realize it until Ruben pointed out earlier, but like uh, Last of Us 2, which both of us agree is most likely a launch title for PS5, isn't on here. Um, and yeah, just kind of looking into it more, like I said, there's no PS, no, no Sony games listed on here, which is a bit weird. So, kind of just lends to the possibility, I guess, that this event that's coming up, they might have a lot of, like, big drops for us. Let's hope so, because, I mean, they've had, they've had pretty big drops already, um, you know, of the, of the two that we already mentioned, and to be honest, it's not going to be that hard to top off the Xbox announcement, <laughs> to and, say the least. And then also, um, <laughs> kind of with the whole first party thing, Obviously, I brought up The Last of Us. I was looking over the list you sent me again, and also Ghost of Tsushima isn't in the cut either. Right, so yeah, like these games that we know are definitely going to be on there are just not listed, which is a little bit weird. Um, but I guess not super surprising that Sony themselves also might just want to keep some of their in-house stuff for a bigger surprise than just a list in their magazine. And then I want to say Sony also actually announced that, uh, as opposed to Xbox, they are going to be releasing quite a bit of PlayStation exclusives within the launch window, like in the first year. Whereas Microsoft, which, is, which are which, whereas Microsoft is focusing more on like games that are going to be on everything. See, which is really cool because I'll burn through it in a second. It doesn't. It's not going to take that long. But I'll just read through this list in a second um, because. Just off of this list, like, I don't care to get a PS5 anymore. Not for a while, at least. Um, let me see. Here we go. Just let me know if you guys have anything other than Assassin's Creed is the only one that really caught my eye on the list, but I can always get... I would rather get that on my PC. 
Um, we have a Rats Quest, The Way Back Home, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Battlefield 6, Chorus, Signy, All Guns Blazing, Gauntless, Dirt 5, Dragon Age 4, Dry Dying Light 2, FIFA 21, Godfall, Gods and Monsters, uh, remake of something called Gothic, I've never played that, uh, Madden 21, Moonray, Microman, NHL 21, Enzo Infinity Reborn, Observer System Redux, Outriders, Path of Exile 2, Psy Hotel, Quantum Error, Rainbow Six, Quarantine, <laughs> Rainbow Six Siege, <laughs> Redo Enhanced Edition, Scarlet Nexus, Sniper Elite 5, Soulborn, Starfield, uh, Elder Scrolls 6 is listed on there with an ETA TBA, <laughs> yeah. The Lord of the Rings, Golem, The Sims 5, Ultimate Fishing Simulator 2, Vampire, The Masquerade, Bloodlines 2, Warframe, which is already a game that's been out forever anyways, Watch Dogs Legion, and WRC 9. Any particular titles you guys are excited from in this list, or any any ideas about what they might be mm. like? Like I said, for me, would be just um, Assassin's Creed, but I, I'm going to end up getting that from my computer anyways. Like, I know Elder Scrolls is a ways out, so like I'm not excited when I see that on there. Yeah, me too, because we know Bethesda has said in the past that they're focused on Starfield right now, mm -hmm. and we don't have a lot right. of Starfield <laughs> currently, which means that Elder Scrolls Six is way well, out there. To put it into perspective, again, Starfield is on here, but also says ETA, TBA. <laughs> right, right. Well, maybe we'll get Elder Scrolls Six by the time PS6 comes out, so we'll see. <laughs> if we're lucky. Like I was telling you earlier, the thing that about this list is it makes me slightly more excited for the PlayStation event because I feel like none of these games are going to be shown there. I feel like it's all going to be more exclusives. <laughs> that, it, right, that's why they're on this. Like, that's why these ones are here. These kind of, these other developer, like, not so super hyped ones. Aside from, like I said, Elder Scrolls or Starfield, but everything else just seems like a minor release there's a couple of remakes in there you know siege has been out forever already yeah i feel like these are the games that sony felt like they could afford to leak out to yeah the, these the are their interest. safe bets like these are the ones that have their little niche audiences that are that'll get excited to get them to tune into this big announcement thing that they've got going on hopefully yeah yeah like for me like I don't. I'm probably one of like three thousand people that are actually interested in WRC nine. <laughs> so it's the World Rally Championship video game. So like you can drive, uh, you know, like Ford Fiestas. You can drive, uh, you know, Subaru WRXs in there. You can drive. I don't know what else. Probably they're probably gonna add older cars that like launch evolutions and you know uh, old Audis, the old like WRC Audis and stuff like that. So I'm all, you ever you ever play Forza? <laughs> yeah, Forza. Yeah, but it's like Forza on dirt all the time. Oh, and it's it's really challenging. I mean, WRC. I, I don't know if either of you guys have seen World Rally Championship races, but like people have died <laughs> in those races. Jeez. Both drivers and the crowd. <laughs> like people have died on both ends. So. Imagine you're just standing there enjoying the race, and all of a sudden there's a whole ass car flying on top of you. Yeah, but yeah, that's exciting. <laughs> just go, just YouTube WRC crashes, and you'll know exactly Jeez. what I mean. And it's 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 pretty intense. They're dangerous races by you know by the nature. They're long races. They're dangerous races. 
and but they're really cool, man. Whenever you see a WRC car just like come around the corner and it's like, yeah, I love it. Man. That's what I pretend to be whenever I flip a U turn to get here to Ruben's house. <laughs> they're on first and Grant. <laughs> I just imagine I'm a WRC racer on the dirt track, and I'm just like... Bark, 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 bark. <laughs> Another thing that I didn't realize wasn't on this list, and I'm not going to rule it out because it is a free-to-play game, because Dauntless made the list, and that's a free-to-play game. But they've announced... Um, Epic announced that Fortnite was even going to be on PlayStation 5 at launch, and that's not even on this list. And I know that's not True. exclusive. So we should be, exp- so you that we should be a, expecting a lot of uh, a big Fortnite announcement, specifically for PS5. May, well, I don't know, because maybe, maybe it is my bias, but, like, I guess it's kind of a relief to not see Fortnite in there. Like, I didn't realize how much it would have kind of annoyed me just to see it again, knowing it's going to be on there, and me not personally just not being a fan. Dude, it's going to be sick on PlayStation 5. It's going to be on Unreal 5, my guy. I, 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 that doesn't mean that I'll be able to get into that. I don't like them because I'm not good at this. Maybe <laughs> I can't maybe. have fun. All right, here's another theory. Maybe they'll announce Fortnite too. <laughs> maybe, That's maybe, or maybe they'll announce Fort Day. Or maybe, Ooh. maybe Fortnite Save the World will finally be out of beta. After ten years, <laughs> it gets a full release. You get to pay sixty dollars to play the same fucking game you've been playing. Dude, Fortnite has been out forever. Like before the battle royale mode came out. Do you know when Fortnite originally came out? Dude? No, I don't actually. Oh my god, I'm gonna have to look it up because I was blown away and I couldn't believe it. Because <laughs> they used to be just like a survival mode game, right? Yeah, it was their their save the world mode where it's like you build a base and fight off hordes of. Zombie-like creatures. <laughs> Not zombies. quite zombies. Zombie-ness. Yeah, we're gonna find out when Fortnite was released initially. And then we're gonna laugh at how <laughs> old that game is. Let's see. He's almost got it. The debut trailer for Fortnite was originally December 10th, 2011. Whoa, that's older than I thought. Nine years almost. I thought it was like a 2013 release. Oh no, it was old and it looked like booty. (laughs) (laughs) And then it cut up for the time. You play Master Chief Collection for the first time and switch to the old graphics. You're like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) I used to play this shit. (laughs) I remember this looking better. (laughs) Every game that I go back to, to play. Oh my gosh, we've been showing me the trailer right now for old Fortnite, and yeah, oh my gosh, that's a garbage logo, man. (laughs) It's literally trash. Through any of the Halo games, like through the Master Chief Collection, I always end up forgetting that, like, to turn the newer graphics back on. So you just end up playing with the old graphics? well, yeah, like I'm playing and I'm like, damn, this actually does look pretty good. And then I'll hit tab to see what it looks like with old graphics and everything looks way better. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I have yet to play anything on the Master Chief Collection, so I, uh, I'll i take your word for it. I'm going to be honest. After getting a free trial of um, Game Pass, I highly recommend it to everybody. The Master Chief Collection? 
Yeah, it's on. I mean, Master Chief Collection's on there. You got Ori in the Blind Forest, Ori in the Will of the Wisps. You got Gears Four and Five. Oh, you're recommending Game Pass. Game Pass in okay. general. Okay. Yes, I'll always recommend Halo because <laughs> Halo is like one of my number ones. It's the bee's knees. Yeah, as the kids say. <laughs> Hello, fellow Speaking kids. Speaking of spe- specific game recommendations, I got into this one called Bug Fables recently that is, like, a shameless clone of Paper Mario, but is also difficult and its own enough to actually call it its own very good game. I didn't realize how close it was to Paper Mario until, like, I looked at... I paid attention to, the, like, when you leave an area... The little loading zone that sticks out has the same exact texture that the loading zones in Paper Mario have too. Like it is a blatant Paper Mario ripoff, but it's so fucking good so far. <laughs> Stolen assets, anyone? Nintendo? Hello? Because <laughs> I mean, if anyone's but, on top of stolen assets and suing people for that, it's Nintendo. Soldier yeah. Boy can tell us about that real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Soldier games. What are Soldier that games? disappeared so fast? Can you? I know. I haven't heard anything about it. Is it even still a thing? It came out of nowhere and disappeared just as fast. He's all. I built my own empire of game developers. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> What's that mean? It's like actually, quantum mechanics forbids this. <laughs> Alright, so on my end here, i got just two more things. One of them is just a little continu- a continuation from the H3 story last week. Um, so I, I haven't been following it as closely as I was in the beginning, but everyone keeps talking about a video that YouTube user Gokunaru uploaded, and it's like one of those exposed videos, but it's about Ethan Klein and H3H3. And I guess this video keeps getting taken down, and a lot of YouTubers are like calling out H3H3 and saying that they are personally having the video taken taken down every time it gets (laughs) re-uploaded. On the actual story itself, the last update I saw from Kingstar was when he told Ethan Klein, you know what, like, he told him this way, he's like, we're both old, we're both out of shape, we're both angry, let's just get in the ring. (laughs) Like, that's how he challenged him to a boxing match. And last thing from Ethan, I didn't see him respond to that, but he actually had posted on Twitter that during his podcast, he's going to watch this video that everybody's talking about and, I guess, react to it live, which will be kind of neat to see. And so far, like, a lot of people have continued to go after H3H3 sponsors, and last I heard, he's lost, like, they've lost most of their sponsors. Jeez. Dang. That was but that's kind I of a given that that was going to happen, though. I mean, I honestly, it was like Ethan saying that he's going to listen to or he's going to watch the video and like react to it live. I don't know if it's like if he's going to let like just put it to rest and leave it be and try and continue on with life, or if it's just going to keep getting worse. It could go either way still. Yeah, and yeah. I am waiting with popcorn. Yeah, now, at this point, if I recall correctly, Ethan has made three uh, three videos on the whole Keemstar situation. He's made, like, content. He's made he's made content, content nuke, nuke, nuclear winter, content. and then nuclear fallout, I think. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Now, I'm, I do have to say right off the bat, I love the editing on all those videos. 
it makes it really easy for my brain to follow it you know that train of thought um and i think they're well presented videos now i still haven't seen any of keemstar's video because i just find his voice annoying <laughs> it is i can't stand to listen annoying. to i can't stand to listen to his freaking like to his voice man i don't know it's like guys h3 no, h3 is cancelled and it's like ah. <laughs> It's like I can't, but, I can't yeah, I mean, stand I'm, it. I'm and you guys know like... if you watch Keemstar, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, but maybe, but I'm but, personally, like I said, I'm waiting to see where it goes. I do want, I, I, I hope it comes to an end soon, but I do want to see exactly how far this is all going to go. Yeah, I mean, the fighting is entertaining, but it's ultimately pointless. Uh, mm -hmm. I it's entertainment but people's lives are legitimately getting ruined they're people's they're legitimately losing money over this and it's like it's just it's not it's, worth it anymore it's big it's just bickering dude and it's like it's like straight <laughs> it's up high school now. <laughs> it's straight up high school he said this on facebook shit you know like it's i'm just yeah. tired of it i'm just i want it to be over because i want to see actual funny videos from h3 again and then keemstar i mean i i I don't enjoy any content. Yeah, yeah, but H3H3 legitimately is funny. Like I I I I feel like Ethan and, and Heal are, are actually really funny people. Yeah. So I feel like if I were to hang out with them in real life, like we'd we'd like I don't say we'd vibe, but I think we'd enjoy each other's company. Yeah. So on a lighter note, and uh, to basically top off my section, just a quick little fun fun fact that just recently went down the Super Mario 64 16 star uh, speedrun, the barrier, the 15 minute barrier has been broken, so the current world record is 14 minutes, 59 seconds, 33 milliseconds by a speedrunner named Aki from Japan. Woo! That's a close so, call. Yeah, like, I, I saw his reaction to when he actually got the record. Like, there, I didn't see any video, like, I don't think he had video on of himself, but, like, you could hear, like, dude was, like, jumping all over the damn place, yelling, like, super excited, it was the coolest thing ever. Well, I mean, if I were him, I would too, you know, like, if that's a, if that's a big goal and it's breaking a record, if it's something that no one has it's... ever done before, you know, I would, I would claim that, I'd be super happy, <laughs> especially if that's like all I did. Following... Yeah, like from following speedrun, speedrunning, that is a major milestone. Like, not only did you break the record, you're also the first and only person who broke the 15 minute barrier. No one's ever going to be able to break it again that way. It's just going to keep going from what you already set the bar at. Yeah, it's nuts. You know I, know, what I, mean? I know that it's a it's a big like, it's a big deal for sure. There's only one person that can be the first to break that barrier. There we go. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a claim to fame. That's that's like an all time claim to fame. Even if it's even if it's beaten somehow in the future, like they'll always just be number two because he will always be number one. But as far as like the in, the person in, who did that. In that realm, though, um, like Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask are both getting rerouted and changed all the time. So like, if anybody's interested in watching people beat twenty plus year old video games like as fast as possible. I highly recommend watching some Zelda or Mario speedruns, depending on how much time you have on your hands. Dude, speedrunners are like a different breed of people. They're ridiculous. I, I've practiced some of like the tricks in Majora's Mask, like bomb slides and bomb hovers. Bomb hovers are pretty easy once you get them, but like bomb slides, I know exactly how to do them, and I can do them. Like if I try enough times, I'll definitely get it. But 
they do it every single time and it's like a frame perfect trick like you have not like you have a second sometimes even less to do the inputs and line yourself up right and they just do it it's fucking insane have you seen have you watched any of the halo speedruns no dude there's a dude who beat the level the silent cartographer on legendary in two minutes and 58 seconds <laughs> jeez and it involves a trick where this dude literally bounces off of like six grenades straight up into the air to like get back up there super fast. Oh, I remember that. Video. <laughs> I'll will send it to you after we're done because it's ridiculous. It's only it's it's a three minute video because he beats it in two minutes and fifty eight seconds, but it's nuts. Damn. Speaking of speedruns, do you guys remember the Elder Scrolls Morrowind speedruns? <laughs> yeah. No. It's literally done in like 90 seconds, beating the Jeez. whole game. Yeah, they like fly out of the map and <laughs> just like straight to the end. Yeah, shut down the line. Have, have you guys seen an American Dad speedrun? No. Like watching the show? No, there's a the video game on it. The, I think it was on PS2 and Xbox. <laughs> I have not like, seen that. I can't explain it, but the gist of it is is during the opening sequence, I don't know if you press a button or what you do, but like the game is so poorly made that like the opening sequence itself, Stan like jumps through the floor and skips to the bottom of the stairs and it continues as normal from there. <laughs> and the speedrun itself is like seconds longer still. It's not even that long at all. Wait, let me see if I can find exactly how long it is. <laughs> it's gotta be one of the fastest speed runs for sure. Um, let's see, I know most of our news is done mm. um, while he's searching that up. You got anything you want to talk about, sir? Hmm. Um, we, so, kind of? But it's more of just the hot sauce announcement. So, uh, so if anyone out there would like to purchase a bottle of the hot sauce, they are twenty five dollars. Okay. Now I know that's a steep price, but keep in mind that these bottles are organic and they are custom made. You know, to specification with our with the ingredients that we choose there. So if anyone wants to buy a bottle, there's currently one in stock. Uh, people have been ask, asking for them online, but the buyer has not contacted me back to meet up to buy it. So it's still up for grabs for anyone who actually wants to buy it. So uh, if anyone wants to buy the limited edition, limited first edition of the Let's Talk About It hot sauce, uh, you know, feel free to feel free to message us, contact us. Uh, we currently have an open bottle, and so what I kind of want to do is have people taste it. <laughs> Like with a toothpick, you know, it just is, like dip the toothpick in it and have people taste it. Yeah, because it is very spicy. But <laughs> I feel like we should record ourselves trying the hot sauce and then post it on it, the social media. It's spicy, but it's really good. It's not just hot for the sake of being hot. It has a really nice flavor. Yeah, it has like a it has like a, a zesty flavor, mm -hmm. I almost want to say. And I attribute that to the lime zest that's in there as well as the saffron. Well, it goes really good with Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine it goes okay. good with a lot of like meat based Mexican food. I was gonna say I also put it in a ramen. Pretty bomb. Ooh, that sounds so good. <laughs> I'm definitely uh uh when it comes to ramen I definitely like to put uh um uh sriracha in my ramen, depending on which kind of ramen, right? But generally sriracha is a good match uh for, for ramen, so uh you know 
I don't know what do you do you like to put hot sauce in your ramen Jay uh, when I do ramen I don't, like, I don't mind it when I, don't do, do, when it. I do ramen I stop with Theo stop with Theo solid solid for sure yeah but uh, hot sauce get at us because I kind of want to order more <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, definitely on the next one, I'm going to see if we can have a black label, though. To have, like, a black logo on the label, because this time it was a white logo. And I think it looks good, but I think it would look even better with a black logo. Or we can try and make the logos ourselves, print those out. So if anyone out there has a, has a label printer, let us know so we can print out some hot sauce labels. I, I think I found it. Heard that. American Dad speedrun any percent world record nine oh five and that's nine seconds, not nine. Oh minutes. my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's now my that's now my desire to beat that world record. <laughs> yeah, see I use the description. I use some nutty glitches including uh, floor clip, which is where he jumps out of the bed, falls through the floor, family hug skip newspaper skip and town level skip so he's essentially like four out of five of the skips are actual title sequence <laughs> skips Jesus like it seriously just stutters and goes to the end <laughs> <laughs> congratulations you've beaten the game wild <laughs> Like I said, it's my new it's my new goal now. <laughs> um, I don't know for certain, but I think I'm gonna be playing a lot of Darkest Dungeon this weekend since they added that PvP. And if you download it, we should totally play it. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. I think a lot of my gaming time right now is gonna be spent uh, on GTA Five because I finally played it for the first time ever yesterday and i'm having lots of fun with it even though i've only played it for like what 20 minutes 30 minutes maybe well does it play like a seven-year-old game so no <laughs> it definitely does not dude i do have to say driving a car with the mouse and keyboard whack nightmare it is actually a nightmare i'm like i need a controller for this i feel but then i don't want to switch between controller using and then keyboard using for you know on and off vehicles that's how i am that's <laughs> the only reason i continue to suck at halo on pc because i refuse to use a controller <laughs> <laughs> that just takes time though that's adaptation you'll mm -hmm. get used to it as and i hope i get used to driving vehicles with a mouse and keyboard in gta because that first mission where you steal the car from the beach dude i return that i return that car so beat up on pc me too i wish i took a screen cap it was like no hood <laughs> <laughs> the windows were shattered yeah me too and then the guy who you steal the other car with his car's like in perfect condition and you're like how oh not me i was like if my car's getting wrecked so is yours i kept crashing into him on purpose yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's all I have to say for today. GTA 5. My GTA 5 cherry has been popped. Is that, um... Is that the only GTA you've played? That's... I play... Okay, so I played like 15 minutes of GTA Vice City back in the day, so nice. I don't really count that. But I really enjoy GTA Vice City from what I remember. I gotta get you my Steam login, because I have GTA 3, Vice City, and San Andreas on there. Oh, Vice City's on Steam? Mm-hmm. Dang! Okay, yeah. I have to buy it then. <laughs> um, you do have to do like an unofficial patch because Steam doesn't like Steam does really horrible ports oh, of no. older games. 
Yeah. But with the patch, you should be fine. Yeah, I'd really like to play through Vice City, for sure. Plus, you can go in and edit the files and put whatever songs you want to play on the radio stations, which is nice. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be putting on only cumbias. (laughs) Daddy Yankee. (laughs) Gasolina 30 times. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, that's all I have for the day, sir. Um, I'm sure you said that's all you have. What about you, Jason? That is all for me as well, sir. Cool, cool. Then I guess it's a good it's a good time to end the podcast there. Um, we're just under an hour, so <laughs> it's been a while since we've had an under an hour podcast. So. It was a slow week. It was. It feel it felt slow, and I, you know why? It's because of Memorial Day. <laughs> yep. Memorial Day. I mean, um, luckily next week. Um, Hopefully PlayStation blows us away on like Xbox's event. Yeah, we didn't we didn't even talk about Xbox's event. That's how bad it was. <laughs> yeah, I was I, I was super excited. Xbox had an event. I was super excited and super let down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So let's hope this isn't the case with Sony because, like I said, it's not going to take them a lot of work to to outdo what what uh, Microsoft did for the Xbox. So I feel like if they don't show the system, it's going to go bad for them. Yeah. They're just gonna they're just gonna fade into obscurity like the Xbox announcement. People are gonna be still excited about the event, but literally everywhere you look, everywhere is gonna be talking about how we still haven't seen the PS5. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Oh, actually, one thing that I want to mention before we end the podcast: the 1.0 official release of Risk of Rain has been delayed. Ah. Uh. And I believe it's been delayed to August. I think you're right. I believe I remember seeing that. Yeah, yeah. But I, th- I feel it's fair. I mean, they've done a great job with the game so far, so I don't mind waiting at all for the full release of the game. I haven't played it in a while. I haven't played it in a while either. Yeah. Since, I think since the last time we all played it, which was probably like a month or two Yeah, ago. like a month and a half, I want to say. Fun stuff, though. We'll play Risk of Rain again. Eventually. Yes, sir. <laughs> Um, alright, well then, I guess we'll go ahead and end it here. Thanks everyone for tuning in. It's been another fun week. A slow week, but a fun week. Um, of course, you know, remember to follow our Facebook, Twitter, um, follow us on Twitch, subscribe on YouTube, tell your friends. Obviously, if we, like we said before, if we start getting more views and more demand for it, we'll go back to being live. But until then, we will keep pre-recording and putting out these news stories for the people who are listening. That's right. Um, Thanks, guys. Thanks. We'll see y'all next week. And to the outro music. Yes, let's go. (laughs)